Welcome to the Manage My Wedding podcast, where we believe your wedding is the most important time in your life and you deserve to feel supported and organised when planning the wedding of your dreams. I'm your host, Yvette Sitters. Hello and welcome to episode 20 of the Manage My Wedding podcast. Today I want to talk to you about wedding planning that won't cost you a cent because I think that's really important with all that's going on in the world right now um, is to give you some ideas of all the tasks that you can complete at the moment at home that isn't going to cost you any money. But before I get into that, I want to just say if you have not downloaded our free wedding ebook, then you can get that at www.managemywedding.com. As I mentioned, it's free to download. It has my top 101 wedding tips and it covers everything in that. And there's so many tips in there that you would never have thought of and some that will just make your wedding have that wow factor and some things that are just going to make your wedding so much easier to plan that you know now instead of the week out from your wedding and feel stressed about. So make sure you head to the website and download that for free today. But back to the topic I wanted to discuss today in this episode, uh, it's very important I think at the moment because many people are all in different financial situations at the moment and I think even if your financial situation hasn't changed, some people might be a little bit hesitant to spend any money at the moment because you don't know if your financial situation is going to change and you don't, some, some of you might not even know when your new wedding date is. Um, Hopefully some of you have rebooked it in because I think it's really important to be positive at the moment and only see that things are going to change and get better. But weddings are expensive, as we all know, and I think that if you can spend some time doing little tasks, wedding tasks at the moment at home, you should because you're never going to get this time back again. Wedding planning can be so stressful and overwhelming because of how many things you actually have to get done. And there's no point in sitting on your laurel right now and going, well, I'm just, you know, dealing with what's going on in the world. And then you come out of this horrible coronavirus pandemic and your wedding's only two months down the track and you haven't done anything. So I think do what you can now. Just to also not only save you the stress later but also because planning your wedding is actually fun and it's something to look forward to so you'll find if you're feeling a bit down or having sad days of late at the moment once you start doing some wedding planning you'll actually find that your um, spirit picks up a bit and why shouldn't it you know it's it's your wedding (laughs) it's something that you're really looking forward to so let's get into it Firstly, let's start with the tasks that you do at the beginning of your wedding planning. And those of you who might have been towards the end of your wedding planning, you also need to consider these tasks as well because you're going to probably need to review them. And those two tasks that you do at the very beginning are setting a budget and compiling an invite list. Now, if you haven't heard the podcast episodes on these They're the very first ones that are launched and I highly recommend you go back and have a listen to them if you haven't done these tasks yet um, and you don't know where to start because I do go into a lot of detail about them. 
But if you um, have set a wedding budget, a lot has now changed. You might have lost some money because you've had to cancel your wedding. And if that's the case, you need to go back and review it. So um, go back, review your budget and do that before you start to do anything else really because that's going to really, could, could really change things about what you're planning around your wedding. Then there's compiling your invite list. <laughs> now this one is um, a really good one to talk about and I want you to really consider what I'm saying. The invite list is what makes your wedding so expensive. Every single guest makes your wedding cost more and more and more. So the more people you can cut back on, the better. But the best thing about this right now is everyone's in isolation. And I think in four months' time, you are definitely going to know who are some of those people you can actually now take off your wedding list. And right now you might be thinking, well, no one, of course. But as time goes on, while you're in isolation, having connections and being close to people is really important for our sanity. And if in four months' time, there are people on that list you have not spoken to at all during this time, then you definitely know that you can actually take them off your list. I know right now in your mind, you probably think that that's not possible, but you're actually going to be surprised. So if you have not written a guest list at all, then go ahead and, and write your guest list and do that. But again, if you have, I want you to revisit this again in a few months' time. Um, you might save yourself some money. <laughs> things will change so much and things will become so much clearer about what's important and those people that are really important to us. Then we can move on to the ceremony. Now's a good time to think about how you want your ceremony to be, how long you want it to go for, how many readings you want to have. Start researching those readings or selecting the readings or deciding who's going to do those readings and ask them to find them. You have plenty of time now to actually spend on the ceremony. So spend some time thinking about the readings. And then also ask your celebrant, if you have one, ask them what it is they're going to need from you closer to the wedding date. Even if that wedding date is a year away, you can ask them now because now you have spare time. So a lot of celebrants will send you through some documents to fill in and they'll ask you to tell stories about how you met and what it is you love about each other and what it is that you laugh at each other about or what annoys you and then they turn that into a really beautiful story so ask them if you can fill that stuff in for them now and then consider your vows that might seem crazy to do that so early but vows can be really hard to write and you really need to sit and be alone and think about them isolation is perfect because you are mostly alone and have time to do that. But also what you'll find is as you get closer to your wedding date, it gets harder and harder to write vows because a lot of people get nervous about the wedding as it gets closer, they get adrenaline and then they find it hard to sit down and focus on writing some vows that really mean something and are what they want their partner to hear. So now's a really good time to do that. Even if it's just some bullet points, instead of writing them out exactly how you're going to say them, if you just do some bullet points, then put it away, 
then when it comes closer to the time of needing to have those vows ready, you can go back and go, ah, yes, that was perfect. That I, let, let's extend on that and, and turn that into some really beautiful vows because the vows are really important. They're really, really important. So that they need time and they deserve your time and, and your partner deserves to hear some beautiful vows from you. So spend some time doing that. Then there is the music, and I talked about this quite a bit in the last podcast, and I talked about it a bit because it's really important to enjoy music at the moment in the current climate that we're in because music makes you feel good. It, it just warms your heart. It makes you laugh. It makes you dance. It makes you feel in love because it's always about love, and you have heaps of time now to spend on picking music, and this isn't just picking all the music you want to hear, but also thinking about that song you want to walk down the aisle to, thinking about the song you want to cut your cake to, sign your registry to, the first dance song, the song that you're going to walk into the reception and hear. So you can think about all those songs now. And it's so much fun. You could dance around the house with your partner at the moment to pick these songs and listen to music together. And, and I think you'll really enjoy that. And if you're feeling a little bit down and a bit blue at the moment, that's definitely going to lift your spirits. If you don't have a DJ or a band and you haven't picked them, that doesn't even matter. Write a list down by hand if you have to or put it in Apple Music or put it in Spotify as a list. You can put it anywhere. It doesn't really matter. But writing the music list can take ages. And now you have the time. No excuses. Then there's the attire that you can start to think about for your wedding day. And this goes for the women and the men, sofa suits and dresses. Something that I did, which I think you might find helpful for my bridesmaids is I knew the color I wanted. And some of you might not know that yet. And that's okay. But I knew the color I wanted, but I didn't know the dress, but I kind of knew the style. So I spent quite a bit of time looking through magazines because magazines were still quite popular then when I got married, <laughs> um, looking online and I found, I picked in the end the top five bridesmaids dress styles that I really liked and I sent those five dresses out to the, bridal, the bridesmaids and I asked them to vote on the one that they liked the most. And when it came back, there were two out of the five that got equal amounts of votes. So then I went back to them again with just those two dresses and got them to vote and that came up with the winning dress. And then I was happy because it was a dress that I liked, but they were happy too because they all voted on it. So I found that worked really well. So you could do that or you could go to your bridesmaids and say, I want maxi dresses off the shoulder. Um, or shoestring straps and tell them what you're thinking and they can go out and help search for them. But now you've got plenty of time to be emailing each other and, and, and discussing it. And then for the men, something to think about is, do you hire or do you have them made um, or do you buy them off the shelf? So what we did, and I, it's always good to, to give you examples of what we did so you can have a think about that. Um, of course, you don't, you can do whatever you want, but what we did is at first we went and got prices to hire and then we were like, oh, that fits our budget. We can hire all the men's suits and cover the costs, which you don't have to. 
It's just that everyone was traveling into state for our wedding. So we wanted to cover the cost for them, but everyone has a different budget and it doesn't matter. You all decide something different, but that's what we had decided. But then the people we were hiring them from said to us, it's only an extra hundred dollars more per suit to have them tailor made and keep, you can keep them forever. So we went out to all the groomsmen and said, this is the suit that we've picked in the color, which, and it was quite a fashionable suit at the time. We can hire it for you and it'll cost you nothing, or you can put in $100 each and you can keep your suit forever. And all five of them opted to pay the $100 because they thought, yay, I get a suit that I can keep. So just have a think about it. Do you want to hire? Do you want to buy off the, sh- off the rack? Or do you want to have them made and start looking into those options? You don't have to spend any money at the moment, but you can decide what you're going to do. You can also spend some time thinking about wedding rings and working out how much they're going to cost you and the designs that you like and spend time. You could go back to whoever made your engagement ring and get a quote off them, but you can also now, you've got time on your hands, you can go out to other suppliers and other jewelers and ask them for a price. And why I'm talking about rings, I want to mention as well, have you got insurance on your engagement ring? Because so many people I know that will be listening in now won't have insurance on their ring. And this is like really important. At the time when we got engaged, we just popped it onto our home and contents insurance because that was the easiest option and the quickest and we just paid whatever they said. But you can now ring around and speak to a few different insurers and see what your options are and weigh up up the costs. But go and do that because you'd be very upset if your ring fell down the drain and you don't have insurance to cover it. Then there is spending time on your honeymoon. And <laughs> that's quite a funny one to talk about right now because we can't travel, right? And that, actually, that, it's not a funny as in we can't travel, but it's funny in the sense that I'm talking about that when you're probably thinking, well, I don't want to think about that. But now is the time to dream and think, where do you really want to go? But I think you have to consider at the moment domestic and international Because if your wedding is, say, December this year, they may have only lifted the bans on domestic travel. They might not have international travel yet, but you might still be allowed to have your wedding because gatherings have started again. Um, So have a think and start researching. Both of you decide where domestically would we both like to go? And if we're allowed to internationally travel, where would we like to go? Pick your two destinations and you can pick the hotel. You can pick all the activities and then you've also got something to really look forward to. But then you're going to be happy with whatever the travel restrictions are at the time. You already know. You can straight away book domestic or international Um, and you know where those destinations are and you've saved yourself heaps of time. Then lastly, I want to talk about the tasks that often get forgotten and then you remember after the wedding and sometimes it can then be too late to sort these out and they are one, preserving of flowers. So if you want to have your flowers preserved after your wedding, you have to organise that before because you're often going to race off on a honeymoon or you're going to remember once they're dead. So start researching who is in your area that preserves flowers. And the same goes for your wedding dress. Organize now 
find out who dry cleans wedding dresses because you want to know who you're going to use now. Again, if you've got red wine spilled all over your dress or it's trashed, the sooner that you can get it off and get it dry cleaned, the, the better it's going to come up. And there's quite a few companies now that actually will send you a box no matter where you are and you put your dress in the box and it goes back to them. They dry clean it while you're on your honeymoon and then you come back and it's beautiful and looks exactly the same before you even got married. But you would be surprised how many people just don't think of doing this and then they don't realize till after the wedding. So think about those little things now. And those of you who have the Manage My Wedding app, you will see that these are actually mentioned in the to-do list. Um, they are tasks that are mentioned in the day after the wedding and also after the honeymoon because there are things that are just so easy to forget. So there you have it. There are some wedding planning tasks that you can do now that won't cost you a cent, but that you're actually going to have fun with and enjoy. Um, you don't have to always spend money with everything you do for your wedding, especially some DIY stuff. DIY stuff can, can take ages. Um, but it can save you money and you've got time now to do those things and consider them and not have to make a rash decision about your wedding and then later go, oh, I didn't even like that I picked those table centerpieces um, because you were short for time and busy at work. So spend some time, enjoy it. Just try, try one of these tasks when you get off listening to this podcast, just try one of these tasks because you'll be surprised how it lifts your spirits and gets you excited again about your wedding. But thank you for listening and um, being here with me. I hope you all stay healthy and happy and just stay positive at the moment because I think that's really imp important and enjoy being engaged and planning the wedding of your dreams.